Welcome, welcome to the Clean Simple Free podcast. I am so excited to bring you this interview. After an hour-long conversation that absolutely flew by, I'm proud to present a very edited down version of my fantastic conversation with a listener from New Zealand. Adeline is a loving mother, a lifelong minimalist, and a wealth of information about conscious consumerism, decluttering, routines, and advice, and she was just an absolute pleasure to chat with. You can find out how to hear the full, unedited interview at the end of the episode, but for now, stay tuned. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm really good. How are you? I'm doing good. All good. What time is it over the year? It is four o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday. Oh, good. So not some um, hideous uh, middle of the night hour for you. No, definitely not. I really appreciate you being flexible on the time. (laughs) No worries at all. No worries. So for our listeners, can you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. So I am the mother of an eight-year-old boy. I am a wife and I have been a lifelong minimalist. But recently with the uh, situation that we're all in at the moment, it's really given me the opportunity to uh, look at other ways of doing things and hone my minimalism skills. So I'm really um, enjoying that aspect of it. Um, I also work full-time. I am the head of human resources for a public sector organisation. And as you can probably tell by the accent, I am not an American. I live in New Zealand in the capital, which is Wellington. Great. Well, I love my New Zealand listeners, so I'm always happy to speak with my international guests. Cool. Yeah. You are obviously very busy. How does minimalism help you to balance it all? I think um, anybody in a similar situation that is, you know, working either in paid work or unpaid work and managing different aspects of their lifestyle, whether you are a parent, whether you are involved with, you know, exercise and training and voluntary groups, church groups, we've all got lots of different aspects to our life. And I have a few that we've just spoken about, but minimalism really helps me keep focused on what's important to me, which is my beautiful family. And we are isolating in a bubble of three at the moment. Also my beautiful friends that I'm missing a lot at the moment. They're what's really important to me. So minimalism really helps to bring those things into sharp focus and allows me the time to be able to prioritize those aspects of my life. I am definitely missing my friends as well. And we're all just kind of going stir crazy in this situation Mm. that we're in globally. So yeah, I really like that because something I try to talk about in this podcast a lot is how living minimally will help you to live intentionally, as you said, and focus Mm. on the things that are most important to you. Yeah, absolutely. And it's such a lifestyle. It 
kind of pervades every aspect of my life. So from when I wake up in the morning, I, you know, say good morning to myself. And that starts to put the day in a really positive frame of mind for me. And, you know, we're all rushing to get off to work in the morning when we're not in our isolation bubble. And there's, you know, things that you need to get done. So routines are very much part of my minimalism journey and helps me to get the things done that I need to do and that allows me that space and that time to focus on what I need to when the you know when I've finished my job and I come home and the best part of my day is picking my son up from either school or after school care and you know having a chat with him on the drive home and minimalism and the routines that I have involved in my life helps me to manage all of those different aspects of my life so that I can focus on what's important. So you said you're a lifelong minimalist. Yeah. How were you first inspired to focus on minimalism? Was that something you were raised with or? Uh, Kind of, but not really. So obviously minimalism has been trending in the last few years and it wasn't until I started listening to podcasts and, you know, seeing the minimalism documentary that I was like, gosh, that's how I've been living my life, my entire life. That's great. Um, I think my, yeah, my mother's been a huge influence to me. I remember growing up and, you know, she's been recycling for 40 years. She's always had a garden, just this huge vegetable garden and an orchard. So a lot of their produce is fresh and comes straight from the garden. And she's always very much had this mantra of waste not, want not. So that means that don't waste what you have. And I remember being a little girl and seeing mum put on her makeup in the morning. And you know, when you finish a lipstick tube Mm -hmm. and you can't quite get the last little bit down there, mum used to get a lipstick brush and put that in the lipstick tube so she could get that last little bit of the lipstick out. So that's what waste not means. And what not means being really appreciative of what you have in your life and you know that goes to the whole conscious consumerism of not needing to go out and you know have your favorite pastime of spending time at the mall Um, so appreciate what you have in your life so that's very much been kind of the environment that I was growing up in but being a lifelong minimalist I remember being a young girl in my bedroom you know eight nine ten going through my belongings and thinking actually I don't need this anymore and I would then pass it on to my mother and say look do you want this do we do we gift this off to somebody else another child and and her her peer group or do we donate it so I have very much been a minimalist slash organizer since I was a very young girl so that's kind of it started me off in my minimalism journey and that's carried right through to where I am today. That's great. Yeah, it sounds like your mom was very influential. It sounds like those things really were lessons that you learned at a young age and grasped onto. Absolutely. And that also, you know, fed into different aspects of our family life as a young family. When my brother and I lived at home, mum made our clothes for us 
she owned her own business for 20 years and it was only as I got older that I understood why she wanted to support local businesses as opposed to uh, major global chains because that supports a local family in our community and rather than putting more money into the back pockets of multinationals. There was lots of different aspects of our family life growing up, you know, teaching us to save, teaching us to cook from scratch. Um, My mother's part Italian, so that's a, a huge part of our family culture. So all of those different things have helped feed into my minimalism journey. The routines, the the cleaning that I implement in my household within my little bubble of three, it really helps to when I've got everything kind of in place and well managed, really helps to free my mind up. I want to talk about two things that you just said. One is mm. supporting local businesses versus chain stores, mm. which mm. I absolutely believe in 100% because like you said, you know where the money's going. The second thing is you mentioned setting routines. How do you go about doing that? So I'll touch on that first point around the local businesses. You're absolutely right. You know where that money is going. And more and more, as you know, I've said, minimalism is a, a lifestyle choice. As I continue on through that journey, it's moving into that conscious consumerism and understanding, you know, for example, where I buy my clothes, are the materials ethically sourced? Are they helping to create and support and sustain people? Are they doing the right things for our environment? So I'm really starting to make deliberate choices around those brands that I choose to support for those particular reasons because and I I see these huge parallels between living a minimalism and a minimalist life and supporting our environment as well and I think you did you have a guest on in an earlier podcast from Booty in Australia Mm -hmm. yeah yeah, that was a great when, interview. When I listened to that podcast, I was like, wow, that's fantastic. So I immediately went on to the Booty website and I have bought quite a few items oh, from wow. them um, over a number of different times. And that was directly from that conversation that you had with that Booty employee. So that was fantastic. Love their products, by the way. They're so beautiful and they're just so soft and really um, aligned with my lifestyle. So it's great um, to hear. I'm so glad yeah. that that episode yeah. introduced you to that. Yeah, yeah, it's fantastic. So supporting locals is really important. We're in what we call lockdown in New Zealand. Um, so we've had four weeks of only allowed to travel in your car if you're going to the supermarket, if you're going to the doctor, or if you're going to the pharmacy. We're the same uh, thing here in yeah. Austin right now. We're only allowed to exercise locally in our local neighbourhood. So it's very, very restricted. Um, So what some parts of New Zealand are doing is because it has affected our restaurants and local cafes so markedly, they have started up a support website whereby you can go online now and purchase vouchers for your favorite local cafes and restaurants so that they get that money now to financially support them. You can redeem those vouchers when they reopen. So that's a fantastic way that New Zealand has started to support local businesses as well to help us through this time and hopefully enable them to get through this period so that they can open up and trade again. And your second question was around routines. And this is something that's developed for me 
over my adult life, particularly since I have had a child, you know, Jack is just the absolute light mm-hmm. of my life. And it just, yeah, it, he's, he's amazing. He was very much wanted and just, just perfect. So that just adds in more fun elements to my day. So the routines have developed over my adult life, really. And um, that means that because I don't want to be spending my entire weekend doing housework and chores, I do try to split them out over the week. Um, So there's specific things that I do each day of the week and um, tasks that I do in the morning before we get up, uh, when we get home from school and work and before I go to bed. And, you know, I do try to keep on top of things, but you know what life is like. You know, we're always throwing curveballs. Some days I am just absolutely exhausted and I kind of get dinner on the table and I'll clear up and I'm like, right, I'm done for the night. I can't do anything else. And I'll sit in front of the TV or I'll share a bottle of wine with my husband. So it's not to say that I'm incredibly restrictive and rigid with those routines. You know, there's always flexibility depending on what's happening in our lives. And some days I'm just like, oh, I can't do it. It's too hard. (laughs) But it means that because I have regular routines, if I do have a day that is you know, I'm just too tired or something else has come up, I can just get back on the horse tomorrow and there's not too much to to catch up on. So it's really manageable. And that means that everything's reasonably clear, decluttered. And as I said, that frees my mind up. You know, like you said, every day is going to bring something new and not being restrictive with yourself while also sticking to a routine I think is a really good balance to strike. Absolutely. And I think what is the most important is that we need to allow ourselves grace. We are human. We're not perfect. And it is not realistic to think that we can do everything all day, every day. We need to allow ourselves grace. And that's why I'm such an advocate for self-care and self-care every day. I am incredibly blessed that my husband uh, just understands that's what I need. So it could be me getting out for a half an hour walk before I start my day It could be me going for a really nice long walk over the weekend or after work. And sometimes that self-care for me, if I'm sitting on the couch at the end of the day and our beautiful son's in bed and I'm not as communicative or talking as much as he might expect, that's me recharging and taking that time, that self-care to recharge so that tomorrow... I'm being the best that I can be both for him and my son and um, putting that effort into my work as well. I think that's a great way to handle it because I happen to be a little bit more introverted than my fiance and I Mm. absolutely need that recharge time too. And yeah, that's so important to practice self-care, whether it's yoga or a long walk or just relaxing in the bath. And I think that is something that parents and people, but especially parents, I think, because you have that additional, that responsibility of having a child to take care of. Absolutely. And you've got to work out what self-care works for you. I'm 
um, an interesting mix between some extroverted uh, behaviours and some introverted behaviours. You know, I love spending time with myself. I'm quite happy to do that. I love reading. I love walking. I love yoga. But I also love and get recharged by spending time with my friends and family and doing outdoor activity with them as well. So I think there's the element of needing to understand what recharges you. And I I agree with you, I think, as parents, because you have such an amount of time in terms of years where your children are just, you know, you can't even go and have a shower uninterrupted sometimes. It's really important that you understand how you recharge yourself and what self-care you can do to support you to be the best parent and the best person. That's really well said. Well, and I love interviewing parents because I don't have kids. So this is an angle that I'm not able to provide insight on for my listeners. So you're obviously a very busy mom. How do you find the time and frankly, the motivation to declutter your home? I think that that is innate in me, to be honest. As I said, I think I've been a minimalist my entire life. And that's just a part of me. And, you know, the title of your podcast is Clean, Simple, Free. And I very much resonate with that because I feel um, that I'm able to give my best when everything is in order. And that means that the tabletops are cleared and there's not toys all over the floor and the kitchen's reasonably clean. And for me, it's that ongoing maintenance that helps with the clearing and making my mind feel free. So for me, it's the regular routines, the regular maintenance that helps me keep on top of it. But probably twice a year, I'll go through and do a declutter room by room to help with that maintenance. I really think it's important that we do that regularly, whether you've got the opportunity to do it once a year or once every two years, everybody's lifestyle is very different, but that's a priority for me. So I do it around twice a year and I particularly focus on my son's room before his birthday and before Christmas. And we've been very deliberate with his last birthday and Christmas to say to our friends and family that we would really appreciate experience-based gifts as opposed to physical gifts. So that's been helpful. But that twice a year decluttering for me, room by room, and you can use whatever method that you feel comfortable with, that's really how I keep on top of everything. And I feel if I can take the opportunity to do that twice a year, that really helps to declutter and free my mind as well. absolutely. Well, first of all, I'm so glad that the clean, simple, free kind of mantra resonates with you that makes me really happy to hear that from my listeners Mm. um (laughs) and yeah there is a direct correlation I think to the maintenance that you have to do in your house and the upkeep and how cluttered it is and when my space is cluttered it makes me feel like my mind is cluttered and I think a lot of people Mm. feel that way as well the Mm. fact that you're getting Mm. your eight-year-old involved in this process of decluttering or at least saying, hey, you know, which which toys do you want and being more 
uh, judicious with what you're cleaning out from his collection of objects is really, really cool because starting that at a young age is important, as you've said, in your own life. Yeah, absolutely. And he is very much getting used to it. So I don't tackle the entire room with him in one day because that's too much decision making for him and he gets quite a lot of decision fatigue. So for example, we might do his clothes one day and he might just get rid of one or two t-shirts, which is absolutely fine by me. I am thrilled that he is able to make a decision about what's important to him and what's less important to him. So he's really honing his skills in that area, which is yeah, really nice I bet. to see. I'd like to talk about the strategies that you said you have to support average listeners on their minimalism journey. So can you elaborate on that for me a bit? Yeah, sure. So for me, I think the starting point would be getting some kind of routine in place and establishing what you're wanting to achieve. So for example, you know, what's your why? Everybody talks about that as the first step to minimalism. Um, So it might be wanting to spend more time with your family or your friends, or if you've got a passion or an interest, you know, whether it be exercise, something in the arts, allowing more time for you to focus on what's important to you and I think that routines and establishing routines is a really great place to start and I think that when you see a small bit of progress towards a bigger goal that can help gain momentum and you can see the difference that it is making so for example if you are wanting to start off by decluttering a particular room start off with an easier room to give you that sense of satisfaction that you are moving towards your goal so that would be my recommendation and not just you know expect that you can get an entire room done in one day it might take you the weekend but start in one particular area start with one drawer Mm -hmm. start with your chunk drawer once you can start to see the steps that you are taking is um, gaining momentum and helping you to achieve your bigger goal then that will give you some motivation to continue. Absolutely. I totally agree with that because if you tackle something like a garage or an attic that's filled with just junk, you're going to become totally overwhelmed. That's very good advice. Let's see. I think that about does it. You've been so thorough and so informative. I can't believe almost an hour has passed. Uh, Is there anything... Oh, goodness. Yeah, I know. This was a really great conversation, and I'm so glad that you reached out to me. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we go? No, I just, I love listening to your podcast, um, Clean, Simple, Free. As I said before, that really resonates with me. I think you're doing an amazing job, and some of the guest speakers that you've had on recently um, have been really informative and just offered a different lens and approach to our minimalism journey so thank you so much for inviting me on the podcast today I've had a you know wonderful time it's been great fun absolutely well thank you so much for your kind words that really makes me feel happy and makes me feel like what I'm doing is making an impact and uh, I just really appreciate you being on the show today Thank you once again to Adeline for being on the podcast and working within the 17-hour time difference. 
We talked about so many topics we didn't have time for today. From advice for parents and pet parents, living with a spouse who is not minimal, the differences seen in U.S. consumer culture versus New Zealand culture, and much, much more. You'll be able to listen to the full, raw interview soon. I have an upcoming announcement to make, and I think you're going to be excited by the bonus content involved. Feel free to follow Adeline on Instagram or contact me at the links in the show notes. And remember, clean spaces make for a more simple way of life. And when your life is simplified, your mind will feel free.